Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who are you really? My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM. It's a snowpocalypse, or is it? You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We um, overshot ourselves, didn't we? A um, little bit. But you know what? That's what happens. It's good that there's not as much snow. A lot of people are at home right now working from home. We saw it coming in. There's nobody on the roads. So what are you doing? That's what yeah. we're asking. What are you guys really doing? <laughs> I mean, I know you're working. Just like we're working, right, Dawn? Yeah. This is work. Oh, work. It's work. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Or maybe you're supposed to be at school doing your e-learning, uh, but you're really just uh, hunkered down with a bowl of Cheetos and some My Talk. Laying sideways jiggle. on the couch in a sw- sweatpants and just a bra. That's date. Well, I don't know about the bra part, but the laying sideways on the couch is dangerous. It is? Well, yeah, because you fall asleep. Oh, Anytime yeah. I lay sideways, Jamie will be like, uh, you're going to fall asleep. Well, you know, if they do, no one's going to know because they're at home, right? It's true. This is our dream, but we can't have it. So we want you to just, no one's going to know. Tell us Come a fake on. name. We don't care. Yeah, just tell us, tell on yourself. It's yeah, fine. Your boss fine. is not listening because your boss is actually... Uh, in another city pretending to be online at work. <laughs> That's true. No, this is the thing. If you're at home throwing in a load of whites, you're working. That's what I say. Of course. You're, you're working. Who's you're to say laundry. where the workday begins and your house chores end? Right. Right? That's a fine line. It's true. I mean, especially now that this is just like, I feel like this kind of stuff is going to happen more and more, Dawn, because we all had the dry run of the pandemic, learning how to multitask from home. Right. So I feel like this, well, you know. some people did. Well, yeah, some people had to go to work, obviously, but a lot of people got the chance to sort of, you know, work from home. That's right. So it looks like we have a few people that have called in. Let's Fabulous. See Who's on the air? Doing. Well, we have quote unquote Kristen <laughs> on the line. Hi, Kirsten. Kristen. Kirsten. What are you doing? T- Kirsten. What are you doing today? Kirsten. Hello. Hi. She forgot her fake name. <laughs> Kirsten, what are you doing oh. today at home? I am working, but I, you were saying it was kind of a dud. We actually in Zimmerman did get about 18 inches. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think and, we're definitely in the range. Zimmerman, tell us where that is in, in, in uh, relation to the metro. It's about 45 minutes to an hour northwest. Okay. So if you go past Maple Grove, mm-hmm. um, past Elk River, kind of between like Big Lake and Elk River. Okay. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, Big Lake and Princeton. Did you, um, do you have a lot of like open flat land? So is it like super windy out there? Well, we have a lot, we have about three acres and there's a lot of tree lining in the back part of the house, but my husband's out plowing right now and along there where they plowed, um, where the, the road plow was, it's about up to his waist. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. my gosh. Yeah. Ooh, so, plow guy. He's, he's yeah. a plower. <laughs> 
What does he say is his biggest frustration? <laughs> he's, he's plowing. What's his biggest frustration as a plower? Well, he's not a plower. He's just plowing our area. I mean, oh, so personal he's plowing. Actually, also working from home, but he's out plowing our driveway and um, where the snow plows came through is what I meant. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. Trying to get through that area of the end of our driveway, and it's like up to his waist. So. Oh, my gosh. Did you have any things you were supposed to be getting done this week or this weekend that you're just like, screw that? That's not happening. Mm, not really, because both of us can work from home. Oh, nice. It, it didn't interrupt our work week too much. But right. it's funny because we have um, three adult kids that live with us that are also all off work. So we have five of us trying to. You know, kind of navigate two days without leaving Oof. the house, which has been kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I was going to say it's probably going to get a little testy in there at some point. Aww. Yeah, there's been a little bit of wine um, involved. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. I love it. Well, Kirsten, thank Thanks you so for much for escaping, calling in. Escaping a, a brief moment to share with us, honey. Oh, my pleasure. Have a great day. You too. I've never been to Zimmerman. I haven't either. Well, maybe we should play. Let's take a trip. Kirsten, a visit. Yeah, we'll just find a long driveway and a guy plowing. <laughs> um, let's talk to Lindsay. She's been holding on for a while. Hi, Lindsay. What are you doing? <laughs> if You're it, if that is your name. done shoveling, so I'm super sweaty, and I showered last night, so there was no point in doing so. <laughs> oh, I but see. you got your workout in for the day. I did, and it was funny. I had a Zoom meeting, so I already worked from home. Okay. But this morning, we're supposed to like show our faces. I said, no way. Oh, love <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. And I'm sweaty, and we'll just leave it at that. But yeah. the nice thing is my husband works in senior living, so it's like more getting him out the door. Yeah. And I work from home, so making sure he got to the people Yes. to come home and feel good. So Aww. still working on it. Some Advil might be needed. Are you going to take a nap? Are you going to lay down, relax? What are you going to do? Try not to complain about it because I never have to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good Just attitude. like it's okay and it is what it is. So I got the driveway cleared for him coming home. Oh, and my sure gosh. With the video that he gets to see watching me do it will be entertaining. Oh, do you have like a ring camera? Yes. Yes. He's going to critique your ability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't do that. Oh, boy. I'd be like, well, then get out there and do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Throw the shovel. (laughs) Okay, well, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. uh, Make yourself some hot chocolate at least. Exactly. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. Bye, Lindsay. Make him bring you some uh, cookies home or something. That's right. We do have uh, Mary on the line. Oh, good. Mary. Mary. What are you pretending to do right now instead of working? or whatever day it is. I've worked from home for many, many years. Yeah. Mary, you are not at home because of the snow. No, I'm the one down in South Carolina where it's 80. Oh, come on. Now we She's just doing this to rub Mary, it in. We want people who are stuck at home pretending to work. Know, and what are you I'm, doing I'm torturing stuck us? At home anyway. Yeah. So, on the record, I'm watching Wipe Swap. Oh, oh good. Okay, good for Somebody's you. Somebody's admitted that they're not working. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank like, you, Mary. Hello. Well, but honestly, people that work from home and have for years, like myself, that phone rings at midnight. It rings at 3 a.m. It rings at 6 a.m. Oh, God. There is really no reprieve. 
at all. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. No, thank you. Yeah, there's, there's a, so you can't separate my, it. So, yes, I'm watching Wife Swap. <laughs> you enjoy your Wife Swap, Mary, and thanks for rubbing it in that we don't have that beautiful weather, but at least somebody oh, okay. gets to enjoy it. in your car is better than an ice scraper. <laughs> thank you. Very Thanks, true. Okay. Love you guys. You remember. You All later. right. Bye. Bye. Oh, Mary. Always calling in from South Carolina. She used to live in Minnesota, so she knows how to scrape her window. She recommends a broom instead of a scraper. Thank you, Mary. Do we have anybody else? Oh, he's on the phone right now. Well, I was going to say, I can't I see a damn some really thing. juicy calls. We got Linda here. Maybe she's got a juicy call. All right. Linda, help us make something up. Linda? Yeah. What's up, honey? Hello. Yep, you're yep. on the air. Yellow. Oh, hey, great. Um, well, I'm sporadically working. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Me too. What are you doing in I, between? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, watched a great episode of Mash. Oh, yeah. Throwback. Um, caught up. Caught up. A, a little Golden Girls was in there for you, Brad. Oh, thank you, sweetie. You know, and uh, but then I'll some. Somebody will say something, and I'm like, oh, I gotta send that bit out. Oh, I better go do that. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, you, but it's nice because nobody's looking over your shoulder. Or, yeah. No, no, no. Very I'm good. A, I'm now, a let's. Person, so, I gotta do it. <laughs> so, the MASH episode you watched, let's turn this into work. What did you learn from it? What was the overall lesson? <laughs> and then we'll apply it to your work. Uh, that you shouldn't be driving around in a war zone okay. in a Jeep. That's probably good okay, advice. In a Jeep. Okay, so uh, th- we can apply this. You shouldn't be driving around in this snow situation we have. Yeah, so you should be at all. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, I, perfect. I am not. I'm not driving anywhere. <laughs> you did research for your job. That's what you did by watching Mash. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I thank you guys for coming in or getting to where you got. So. Oh, thank. We you. do it for you, sweetie. Thanks for calling in. You're the best. You are too. Okay. We couldn't do it without you. That hey, you guys, fun. thank you all for calling in. Although, I know there's a lot of you out there who's like, I'm really not going to tell them what I'm actually doing. Uh, because we know you're out there. It's fine. It's fine. You'll have another chance. But when we come back, Dawn, there are two very concerning stories I want to share with you. Okay. And I've decided to name the segment Wieners at 115. <laughs> so when we come back, I have a couple junk stories for you. Okay. And uh, I'll share them with you when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Spot. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. It spans the globe. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is a new segment we're going to do here. It's called Peen at 115. Oh, what was Peen? 
I don't like that word. <laughs> it's wieners, Dawn. Wieners at 115, not peen at 115. Okay. Well, I don't know. Or you could just call it 115. 115. <laughs> we'll have a different story every day. This is the bottom of the barrel. No, but you actually do have a very ridiculous story. Well, I have two for you because the one story about junk made me think about another story I saw about <laughs> junk. And maybe you've seen these headlines, but this is the one that threw me for a loop today. I'm going to read a headline to you. Okay. Drinking. Now, please make sure. Oh, God. Please make sure you're buckled in and you're both hands on the wheel. Drinking Coke and Pepsi leads to larger schmesticles. <laughs> What? That's a euphemism. Uh Uh-huh. Schmesticles. Yeah. Okay. So there was a study of uh, higher testosterone levels that revealed drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi can actually lead to larger male... Uh, let's say, you know, that of the twigs and the it. berries, it's the berries. You've got Jimmy John's and Bigger it's the berries. Jimmy's. The Jimmy's. Yeah, but people don't know the Jimmy's and the John, do I'm they? I'm trying to make it a thing, though. Okay, Because right. I think it's adorable. Okay, Jimmy's and the John. Jimmy John's. The um, Jimmy's. Well, actually, my family's always called those Jimmy's. I got hit in the Jimmy's. Got it. So okay. in the bulls. Let's just say in the bulls. Um, so they looked at, but this was a study in mice. And I was like, how on earth did somebody mice. come up with this idea? You know, hey, I wonder if drinking Coke will make your thing bigger. <laughs> and so at Northwest Minzu University in China, they attempted to determine the impact on carb- of carbonated beverages on fertility and sex organs. And so they got uh, some Coke, some Pepsi, and some mouse sex organs. Oh. And they found out that of the three groups of mice, one that only drank water, another that drank different levels of Coke with another doing Pepsi over 15 days, uh, and then drawing a bunch of blood, that the mice who drank the Coke and the Pepsi got uh, bigger hers. <laughs> Thanks to the effect was basically testes development and enhanced testosterone secretion. So I feel like you're going to start seeing this at the gym. Like they're going to start selling Coke and Pepsi (laughs) and all those like protein bros are going to be like, I got to get my Coke. That's right, because they've taken steroids and now they're. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Made their jimmies Schmiggles. small. Their jimmies are did the you, What did you call walnuts. them? <laughs> Schmiggle? I can remember what you said. Schmesticles. Schmesticles, that's yeah. right. They're uh, schmools. They're bulls. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, 
Does this make any sense to you? Have you? No. Don't you think we would know this? Yeah, I think so. Like if this was true in humans, I feel like we'd have like somebody. How does it raise testosterone? I don't know. know. Is it the sugar in it? Is it the caffeine? Is it the formula? Well, so it isn't any soda pop. No, it was Coke and Pepsi. They had water, Coke and Pepsi, and it was the Pepsi and Coke groups that got the bigger schmeesies or schmeesies, (laughs) schmeesies. But apparently this contradicts other science that has said that sugary drinks make men less fertile. So maybe it gives you bigger junk, but your junk isn't as powerful. Now, that's fascinating, right? Yeah. However, that story, Dawn, made me think of another story that I just read three days ago. And here was the headline. Men's schwenuses are getting longer. That's a problem. (laughs) I don't think it is, but go on. Researchers at Stanford have some good news and bad news that was apparently published on Valentine's uh, that over the last 30 year, average Jimmy length, wiener length, has increased, get this, by nearly 25% globally. Oh, and in the last how many years? 30 years. In the last 30 years, 29 years, basically, 24% bigger wieners uh, in the world. But they say that that might sound like good news to some. However, it apparently is all down to pollution. Oh, no. So the more pollution in the world, the bigger your wiener? I don't know. I guess... (laughs) Oh my god. So this is like one benefit. <laughs> I don't know. Go live in a city, ladies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like look at the smog out there. Uh oh, you know what that means. Dude just rolled down his window and threw out a bunch of trash. Yeah, he's like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, this is not gonna help. They're drinking cokes and they're driving around in the smog. Throwing the cans out the window. <laughs> right. Huffing smog. Right. You guys, this is not good for conservation efforts. <laughs> oh no. Clean water, clean air. We're screwed. I just don't know how the the pollution is making bigger they, ones. They, I know. I, how I, do you like? Honestly, I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, like for a second here, I'm gonna be serious. Oh, how do thanks. they not? How do they rule out other things that could be causing the penis growth? Yeah, that. Well, <laughs> I know. Like, wouldn't maybe like the Viagra cannot, have something to do with it? Yeah. No, but they're saying. I will say they don't give a lot of specifics in the articles that I've read. It seems I'm I'm not smart enough to understand, but. Excuse me, I get very emotional, especially with 25% growth. You're burping, please. 25% growth. Um, I mean, that's better than some enhancement pills or some of those uh, things that they sell that, like, promises that. Yeah, but, I, you know, to be fair, I also feel like there's some people out there like, uh, please don't make it 25% bigger. That's just going to be a, ha- a hazard. Okay, who are they? Um, <laughs> you just got to know the right people, Tom. Okay. Um so the science appears confusing to me, but basically it has to do with endocrine disrupting substances, chemicals in our environment. Okay. And they somehow disrupt things, which is not good, but the result of that disruption is apparently bigger things. We've said it many times. Wieners. Okay. So, I think we should do this every day. I don't know how to research it. Peanut 115? Yeah, peanut 115. All right. Well, I think we just Google peanut. 
Honestly, just be careful to do that at work. (laughs) When we come back, we're going. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Who knew that a simple video where you're just dorking around and doing a funny accent would cause so much controversy and talk? We're talking about Britney Spears. If you haven't seen her latest post, I believe it's still up on Instagram, where she's just... We thought, we observed it, right, Bradley? Yeah. We thought, she's just doing like we do this stuff all the time where we're doing weird accents and... Like, who who hasn't done that? Who hasn't done silly videos? I mean, Dawn and I do them on a regular basis, and accents are our uh, happy place. That's right. What's your favorite accent? Do it right now. Um, oh, God. Come on, think of one. You got 20. Um, do Spanish. Well, a Spanish. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I like, I like French. Cockney, a little Cockney. bit. Cockney. That's right. You just like to say that oh, after our last story. Yeah, exactly. Wiener at 115. Yeah. I do like a Cockney accent. It's real rough sounding and just, you know, like a thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. It's a little <laughs> See? Christmas carol. No, I love you. it. It's very uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. No, what's not Breakfast at Tiffany's? What's the other movie she's in? Christmas Carol? Oh, um, it's a song from a Christmas Carol. No, the um, uh, Cockney. What's her oh, name? Oh, the Eliza. Eliza Julie. in the play. Yes. Uh, okay. Anyway, back to Brittany. Well, TMZ will not stop, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Frankly, because um, they are truly pushing this narrative that Brittany is five seconds away from a hot mess <laughs> intervention. And speaking of interventions, they actually had, and I meant to pull, pull audio. I don't have the audio, but I did want to uh, share the story because I know you saw it too, that like the intervention guy, the star of intervention, Ken Seeley, talked to TMZ about what's going on with Brittany during one of their TMZ lives on Wednesday. And uh, frankly, they as far as I'm concerned, are just hitting the pedal to the metal in terms of making everyone think that Britney needs an intervention. And I just, like, I don't know how you feel about that. I've got opinions, but what do you think? Well, so last night I was reading this because I, you know, intervention, for some reason, I used to watch all the time when I ate my lunch, you know, after I did the morning show, I would come home, eat lunch, and then watch intervention. Yeah. Um, so I am very familiar with Ken. There are three interventionists. There's Jeff Van Vonderen, who says the same little thing every time. There's Ken Seeley, and then there's Candy Finnegan. So there's really just three. And I was surprised to read in this that they, I thought that they kept insinuating, when we talked about an intervention, I thought they were talking about just an intervention because of her mental health. But I didn't understand that they meant she was doing drugs or they, they're implying that she's doing drugs. Yeah. And I I don't know why, but that did not. I just thought they wanted to take her away and they were calling it an intervention. But no, they're literally saying that she has a substance abuse problem. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That not only does she have those health struggles, but that she's got substance abuse issues and it all comes down to abusing prescription medication, et cetera. Um, oh, gee, I wonder where she got that. Well, I mean, again, I wonder where she was introduced to mm-hmm. medication, right? Right. But, you know, there that is a danger. We know it's a real thing that happens, but we've never heard of this before. It's like the newest thing that they thought of to 
I don't know. I feel like they're trying to fool the public into thinking she needs to be in a conservatorship again. Well, yeah, and I I just hear the dots that I connect when I think about stories like this. First of all, TMZ seems suspect. I'm not saying TMZ is like the worst person in the world, but I am saying that I think TMZ, you know, like the new celebrity math when it comes to publicity involves you know if you want a story out there sometimes you call up tmz and they will do your bidding right Mm -hmm. like they will show up with some paparazzi or they will push out a story and all you have to do is call yourself a source we know this is true in other areas of the world uh including to but not or including but not limited to the one we most recently dealt with in the book spare where we know that royals work hand in glove with the tabloids in the uk mm-hmm. and and really source is just a euphemism for whatever royal sent the story over and in the same way i think tmz serves that function here that the you know in this case a source says it means it's actually the person yeah it's probably somebody who is connected to the star who has a, whether it's an axe to grind or a motive of their own to push out this narrative whenever it comes to tmz and britney stories i feel like the narrative is always um well it, it, it's not like tmz has their own opinion and they're always going to push that opinion meaning i don't think they only post negative britney stories i think though the people who are connected to the conservatorship that is jamie maybe jamie lynn maybe um her mom her other, brother her brother exactly people connected to the sort of anti-britney team yeah. know that they can push buttons with TMZ by sending them info. And I think that's the storyline that they're trying to push out, that she needs help. And one of the reasons you mentioned is possibly to reinstate the conservatorship. But the other one, you actually had another theory that I thought was valuable. Do you want to? Yeah, I was telling this tale because, you know, my my boyfriend, MC, loves to hear celebrity gossip. <laughs> Yeah, He's like, what are you doing? What are you looking at? And I'm like, oh, and I kind of told him in so many words, like, we really think the people who were in the con- controlling the conservatorship are the ones planting these stories. And he goes, well, yeah, it's revenge. It's revenge because now that all of this is out and she's free, you know, their their reputation has been besmudged. And they are embarrassed. Not only are they embarrassed, but it affects all aspects of their life. And so they can't ever get that good reputation back. So they're going to, they're being vengeful. Yeah. Revenge. No, that's a great theory. I think another like thing I would add to that is you know, one thing we haven't talked about much, you and I, but one thing we used to talk about a lot was that following the sort of dissolution or the transition of this conservatorship, because remember, there's still a sort of like post-conservatorship system of of conservatorshipness uh-huh. in effect right now one of the things that came out right after her father was sort of removed from his role mm-hmm. was that the question that perhaps he had been um doing some dirty deeds behind the scene taking the money benefiting un- unnecessarily and otherwise, you know, doing some abusing illegal his role. Yeah, basically abusing his role with not just him, but others that were connected to the conservatorship. Those were the allegations. And that by sort of focusing all the attention on Britney again, it takes tension or attention away from 
holding those people accountable for the stuff that they were doing during the 14 years of that conservatorship. Oh, right. It's like a look over here yeah. type of a thing. Yeah, like, oh, she's a hot mess. Things are on fire over here. Don't look Don't look at us. Right. We don't need the public, you know, putting our eye on, on us. And rightly, Brittany maybe is concerned with other things right now. So, I don't know. It is a weird juxtaposition because you remember it was just this earlier this week that she and her friends were out and about celebrate i forget what they were celebrating but they were out to dinner at nobu freedom they're celebrating her freedom and it didn't look like she you know right and we might be wrong about this you know it seems like there are so many stories though when we know how the paparazzi works so so what did ken seeley say the interventionist oh okay yeah that is where where we started here tmz interviewed him as an expert he and i'm kind of like shocked at, I'm kind of disappointed in his statement. Do you want to tell us what he said yeah. as an expert? So as an expert, he did the thing that TV experts often do, which is talk about what interventions are like or the importance, like what a successful intervention means, you know, talking about that in order to pull off a, quote, successful intervention, you need a united front from all the people involved. If one person isn't on board, the whole thing crumbles. And I think he was alluding to these stories that Britney's uh, intervention would have worked, but somebody caved at the last minute and the whole thing crumbled. And so he's basically offering advice on something he doesn't, because he doesn't have any direct knowledge. No. And that, that I think, is the thing that's frustrating, is that, like, why, why are, like, because if I were this guy, I feel like I would say, look, I don't know anything about Britney. And I get that he can offer generic advice about interventions writ large, but it seems a little irresponsible to, like have this conversation and attach yourself to it if we're if we don't even know that that's the case that Brittany actually needs an intervention right and he's even speaking like i i see that he says to et um not the extraterrestrial but entertainment tonight he says what i'm seeing just from you know the outside her mind is delusional right now up and down, up and down. That's what I'm seeing from this video. When I watch those videos, manic stages. It's really heartbreaking because we all know she's had these problems for years. What problems? And we're watching it unravel in front of us, he also says. Everybody is getting to see the consequences of realizing that conservatorship is really what it boils down to. He is literally saying that we, who is we, first of all, we've all known she's had these problems for years. I don't know what problems, like she does dances on her TikTok. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. He's, he's watching the video just from this video, not as her doctor. He is saying she, her mind is delusional. I know what it looks like to be on drugs. She's manic. It's ridiculous. It's like to me it's like the it's akin to when you have like body language experts offering up advice on how Prince Kate and uh Princess Kate and Prince William actually like what their relationship is like, you know, just because they they're just looking at pictures of them like mm-hmm. on a red carpet. Like you don't know what's actually going on just by how somebody presents themselves on the red carpet just because you read some tea leaves. And in the same way, yes, he may be very qualified to talk about interventions, but looking at someone on Instagram video doesn't 
tell you anything about their mental state. It's really unprofessional of him. It seems like it to me anyway. It's really unprofessional. And and to your point, or at least uh, a point we've mentioned in the past is, it's not to say that Brittany might not need actual help, but we're not qualified to make that decision. And jumping to those conclusions seems a little premature. And by the way, that's what we all did last time. And look where it got us. 14 years of a conservatorship where people were not asking questions. Even the legal system was not doing its full and complete job to benefit Britney Spears. No other celebrity at her level has ever been controlled as much as she has in that kind of conservatorship before. Right. Look at the behavior of Charlie Sheen. Yes. Go, oh, well, nobody put him in a conservatorship. uh, Like rock star? Yeah. How many rock star stories have you heard where they're like, yeah, basically for 10 years, I just, you know, like burned all my money and smoked it all up in drugs. Right. 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 Nobody put them in a conservatorship. I'm not saying that she should do those things, but she should be entitled to make her choices. And if she needs help, hopefully the people around her will get actual help. But I think judging that that's necessary based on a couple of Instagram videos seems a little premature. Oh, a little premature. It seems absurd. And even if he was in, let's just pretend that he was her doctor or her, I know he isn't a doctor, but her therapist, um, he wouldn't, if he was professional, he wouldn't be speaking about it. Right. And I, I mean, I would, if I were Brittany, I mean, she's had so much thrown at her. This is grounds for like suing someone. Honestly, for going out on TV and saying she's had these problems for years, she's struggled with drugs over the years. I mean, I don't know. That's really bad. Yeah, I think I think perhaps he was uh, mostly looking for attention for himself. Is there a new season of intervention coming out? Perhaps. Unfortunately, there there probably always will be. But it is a good show. It gets people help. I just don't know. I don't know. I think that if I were the producers of Intervention, I would be like, hey, Ken, can we talk a minute about how you present yourself? Yeah. Well, and also, doesn't he have any sort of like ethics or responsibility for his profession? But that's I don't know what his actual licensure is. Um, All right. Hey, we got to go, because when we come back from Brittany to Dawn's obsession, Dawn might need an intervention for her BTS Lego obsession. And she's (laughs) going to tell us about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So that means music, movies. Uh, songs, singing groups. <laughs> we talk about all of them, including BTS. Yeah, I did not know this about you. There's, uh, You're kind of obsessed with BTS. I love BTS. Um, I know that I am a woman in her 40s, and I it doesn't really make sense. But the minute I saw their video, I'm like, man, I love this song. One of their videos, I was like, oh, my God, they're so cool. I don't love BTS like in a way that's like, oh, God, I'm in love with them. Like, I no, it's like they're just so cool. And I love their poppy songs and I love their dancing. It's like the best boy band ever. Well, I was really excited to see that um, there's going to be a Legos dynamite inspired set. What is dynamite? Dynamite is one of their top hit songs. Oh, okay. Their video is the video is like amazing i listen to it on repeat when i'm working out 
Okay, so um, when did you uh, find this obsession for BTS? When I heard the song Dynamite. Oh, okay. It was like the big Are you going to get the, the Lego? No, I'm not because I already have too many things. So and you so actually have BTS like merch or what? No, I don't. I don't have any BTS merch. Oh. But I really want it. But I realize I've come to my senses and realize that I don't need any more stuff. Got let it. me tell you about this set yeah, that I covet. Sure. It's a hundred dollars. It starts. Uh, it's available in Lego Stars and online starting March first. It's seven hundred and forty nine pieces, and it's basically you make the set from the video Dynamite, and it has all the characters, all the characters, all the the group members. It's oh god. I Where, really like, want it. Can you get this on, or do you have to buy it online, or is it like can you can you go, go to in the store? store too? I could go into what the Lego store. What store do you store. even go? Well, have, I mean, like, the Lego store at Mall of America. Oh yeah, you know that huge Lego store. I mean, surely they're going to have it, but will it sell out immediately? Yeah, I don't know. On March I did 1st, not know they actually take a day off. They actually did this on March first. It goes on sale. It does. Um, and I wanted to just talk out a little bit. Okay. Of my 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 thing here. I. Talk out of I want to buy. I want to talk about my thing. My thing is, I've noticed that I have a lot of stuff. When you, I, I live with my boyfriend, and since I don't have all the space I used to have because I lived with another human being, not his fault. It gives me as much space as he can in the home he already lived in. I've noticed that when I buy things, I don't know. I don't have a closet, another place to put all this stuff I buy, and I am faced with the fact that. I ha- I can't buy any more stuff. <laughs> Do you I think need that, to get rid of stuff. Are you saying that makes you want to get more stuff? It makes me um, feel anxious, and then my anxiety leads to wanting to buy things. Ah, uh, you know, I just bought so that's a pair why of you want to. That's why you want to buy the Lego BTS. And kit. I want to find. Okay, you said you have a friend who also oh, is yeah. around like, my age I don't... and loves. BTS. Yeah, no, I, I, when you mentioned this, I was like, God, you sound like my friend Kim. And by the way, Kim, if you're listening, um, this segment's for you. Probably should have given her a heads up because she, um, like you, is obsessed. Although I will say, she has a whole BTS room. What? Yeah. A so room? She has a whole room full of BTS. It's Well, it's really the spare room in their home. Yeah. But it's decorated, so anybody that spends uh, <laughs> the night in their home is going to be <laughs> spending the night in the BTS room. She's got dolls. She's got box sets. She's got, like, the merch. She's got the concert stuff. She she is, so like, she goes to S-E-S-S-E-D, obsessed with um, BTS. So I don't have to feel bad. There's somebody else oh, no, way I don't worse think, than me. Girl, <laughs> like, you, like, whatever you get excited about, I don't think there's any shame in that game. Well, this is the thing. I was in music radio for a long time, obviously, before I came to work here at My Talk. You know, like 15 years. And then... Um, you know, I just stopped listening to music after I wasn't after I moved here and didn't have to be forced to listen to music all the time. Oh, for and sure. I just kind of disconnected with liking new music. But then when I heard them, I was like, okay, I can get into this. And I want to go to a concert with Kim. Well, you probably could, except aren't they like not on a hiatus right now? Yeah, they stopped performing because they had to go into the military. Yeah, like they had their military service and stuff. But 
So you haven't been to any concerts or anything? No, because I couldn't find anyone to go with me. Oh, God. Well, and by the way, my friend Kim, I don't think she always has people to go with. Like, that girl will go. I know she's watched virtual concerts, because I think during the pandemic, they had some, you know, concert live streams that you could buy. Oh, right. I know she's done that. Yeah, you need to hook up with Kim, because she will... She will set you up with, like, super BTS fandom. Do you have a thing that you collect? I know that you're kind of not, you know, you have you're the person in your life, Jamie, <laughs> who isn't really into he, adding more things to the home. He, like we, he is like an nice anti-crippy crap home. That's right. what we call it. Like Crippy crap. Crippy, or as Holly, uh, we used to talk about um, adding to Garbage Island, like... I have tried to remove a lot of the collectible stuff from my life. Okay. Because I do, like, for example, I love Golden Girls. And over the years, I've collected a few things. And then people know that I love Golden Girls. And so they send me things. Oh, yeah. And don't a lot do of, that. A lot of times, well, I mean, you know, it's a nice it's gesture. Nice, it's very but... kind when people do those things. And some things I've kept, but sometimes I'll donate them because, you know, uh, like, you you can only have so many Golden Girls bobbleheads before it starts to take over your your office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like totally opposed to it, but I will say I've now entered a stage, a, a very Marie Kondo stage of my life. Yeah. Where I want to um, set things free and let them bring joy to others. Um, so I'm, I try to avoid collecting stuff. Plus, then I don't have to hear a conversation ad nauseum about it from my significant other <laughs> hear a conversation well because he's not a, he well to how to be fair yeah he is obsessed with madonna and there is oh. a whole closet full of madonna crap that never seems to come up in the conversation <laughs> but oh no to also be fair he has done a, a lot of work like setting things free over the last year that's very cool yeah yeah it is cool it feels good to let go of things well also because it really does it does have the chance to bring other people joy right like there are things which don't really bring me joy anymore and when when you set them free right somebody else gets to go ooh i get to have that thing that's true and then- i am not selling my golden girls uh cups though that were on the set of the actual <gasps> tv show oh my where did you get those colleen eBay? colleen gifted those to me one year wow colleen i uh i hope she's not listening and enjoying her life but i uh <laughs> gifted her a a i think it was a water pitcher from the set of little house on the prairie oh my because she God. she as a kid was obsessed with little house yeah me too so I got her that, and then I got the the glasses, and th- that to me is like a real collector's item, right? Right, for me, right. So that's something I would never part. It's not with. a toy thing. Yeah, which again, that might be a thing for other people, but for me, like it's that real connection to the thing I love that that I found special. That's but BTS, over. you like? It, is this something you're gonna get? Um, I want to, but I shouldn't. What's stopping you? Because I feel bad about having another item. I just, I'm, I'm running out of room for things. Like I have, I yeah, had an obsession for haunted you, dolls. Well, not haunted dolls, but creepy looking dolls. Oh, sure. And so I have quite a few. Yeah. And they're up on our bookshelf. Well, set some of them free. I should let some of them free. I just, sometimes I think about how much money I invested in all of that. And mm. I'm like, uh, I'm definitely not going to sell them. Because that's too much work, so I would just donate them. 
Yeah, no, and and like if it's again going to bring someone joy, maybe someone who can't afford the big bucks for creepy dolls. I don't know. Is that like a <laughs> expensive market? Can be. Yeah, I paid like 150 for a doll before. Oh my god. Okay, well, yeah, don't get rid of those. All right, hey, when we come back, you know, it's been snowing for days, literally. Dawn came up with a really fun way to embrace the snow with our mouths. We're going to do that when we return with a little country snow cone on My Talk 107.1.